The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to discuss podcasting as an advertising medium. Joining us is Kurt Koffer and Steve Shanks, who are partners in the CMO and CRO, respectively, at Ad Results Media, which is among the first U.S.-based agencies to combine the disciplines of influencer marketing, audio advertising, and performance-based media planning across media platforms that include podcasts, radio, and streaming audio. With more than 25 years of experience executing successful audio campaigns for a wide variety of companies, Ad Results Media is a leading purchaser of audio influencer ads globally, connecting brands with the world's most high-profile news, sports, and entertainment creators. And today, Kurt, Steve, and I are going to talk about the current state of buying podcast advertising. All right, here's my conversation with Kurt Koffer and Steve Shanks from Ad Results Media. Kurt, Steve, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. And thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Excited to have you here. Kurt, I talked to you a little offline about how podcast advertising works, and you described your partner here, Steve, as the podfather. <laughs> you guys are a big deal in the podcast advertising landscape and a big deal to me personally. Tell everybody who you are. Kurt, let's start with you. Tell me a little bit about Ad Results Media and your role there. Sure. First, Ben, thanks for having us on. I really appreciate it. Big fan of your podcast and your work. As you mentioned, I'm the Chief Marketing Officer of Ad Results Media. My day-to-day really consists of going out there and evangelizing the podcast ecosystem and the audio ecosystem. So part of my role is to sort of educate the marketing ecosystem in terms of letting them know that podcasting in general is a viable medium to connect with and engage with our audiences. It has critical mass in terms of reach. It's a great way to educate folks on your brand. And then I got to, you know, essentially say where ad results fits within that ecosystem. So it's a fun role. I get to meet a lot of good people and speak at a lot of events. And usually my job is to lift Steve up and get him out in front and, and talk about what he does day to day with our clients and with the networks. And I'll hand it over to Steve. You're the Michael Buffer of ad results media. Your job is to get out there and say, let's get ready to rump. Here's Steve. Yeah, you know, I describe myself as the Scotty Pippen a little bit to the Michael Jordan. I won't say Kobe and Shaq because there's a debate about who was one and who was two. But I do consider myself someone who really can throw the alley-oop dunk versus actually put it down. 
a great point guard, very modest. And by the way, Steve, if your ego isn't bursting at the seams here, I don't know what else we can do, man. How do you get a moniker the pod father? Anytime I need a pick me up, I am just going to listen to this podcast going forward. So this will be on instant repeat. We can make it a ringtone if you'd like. <laughs> Even a better idea. I like that. Going to my background, I happen to be on the client side and one of the first ever testing into podcasts. I saw how well it worked and was just a huge supporter of this space for now a decade. But really, I am the chief revenue officer, but I don't even know if that title necessarily makes sense. That My main goal is to drive revenue for all of our clients. So while, yes, we're trying to drive revenue for our business as well, Ad Results is here to be best in class as an audio agency to help our advertisers make sure that they own that audio space, own that messaging, and really drive home performance. So I'm mostly behind the scenes working with our clients, now in front with our clients and in front with the networks, but everything else, it's just making sure if they're successful, then we're successful. The Dr. Dre of the podcast game, that's how I'm thinking of you. Look, guys, the podcast landscape has changed a tremendous amount. It started off as a medium that people weren't thinking, kind of a pirate radio type thing. All of a sudden, let's say Serial comes along, seems to be a tipping point for the podcast medium. And we start hearing brands like Squarespace and MailChimp and ZipRecruiter come up and they're buying tons and tons of inventory. And for what I would consider to be more awareness type top of funnel marketing, we're in a little bit of a different place than we were then. How do you think about the growth of the podcast landscape? Am I getting my facts right? You know, what are the inflection points? Just walk me through where we were and, and where we stand today. So most of your points are accurate, but I'll take a few steps back and we'll kind of get back to them. So really going back to the early days, like Adam Carolla, Bill Burr, Joe Rogan were kind of the first ones taking advertising, Mark Marin were the first ones taking advertising and, you know, didn't really know what they were necessarily doing, kind of more deals being done on paper versus how they're being done today. And with all that, there were plenty of opportunities for smart direct response marketers to get in there and really push their brand forward. So like the Pro Flowers, the Sherry's Berries, the Stamps.coms, Squarespace, and I put Squarespace in that versus a, a pure awareness place, as you mentioned. So that was in kind of like the early 2010s to like 2013, 14-ish period. But then two major things happened. One, Serial launched and the popularity of that podcast and bringing a bunch of, I won't say eyeballs, but bringing a bunch of ears to podcasting. And Apple made the podcast app where it was a permanent mainstay on the iPhone. And that happened around the exact same time as Serial launching. So that is really when podcasting took off. Now, as you continue throughout that trajectory, you would see that more direct response advertisers starting to get smarter, jumped into the game. A lot of these D2C brands just started popping up like the Harry's of the world, the MeUndies of the world, and really revolutionizing individual industries. And they recognized that podcasting was a great place to get influencers to speak about their brands and how they were disrupting an industry. And then from there, the space kind of just completely blew up. And now you're having a ton of brands jump in. And we've seen it really over the last couple of years that brands are now jumping in, but not necessarily doing so in the best manner overall, which is going to probably be the next evolution. So I went through a, a longer timeline, but that's how we see the space. 
So a confluence of events, we've got a developing media, we sort of have the tipping point piece of content with Serial, but also a different distribution method with Apple creating their own podcast app as opposed to folding it into iTunes. And since then, we've had Spotify getting into the game. There are a million and one podcatchers, different podcast apps as well. Kurt, let me ask you, from a brand perspective, you know, as a marketer, I think that most advertisers look at podcasts and, you know, their messages might be direct response, but they evaluate the campaigns based on kind of limited metrics. Hey, here's the number of impressions that I reached. I'm looking at direct traffic. I'm looking at coupon codes and redemption codes. There hasn't been a lot of data collected or at least utilized in the podcast advertising space. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. When you think about the data behind podcast advertising, how has that changed in the last decade? You know, podcasting is still pretty nascent, but over the last few years, it has been hard to measure, especially relative to digital channels, right? If you look at advertising on Facebook or Google, it's very data-centric. You're able to see the attribution, the linear attribution, the nonlinear attribution of how users are interacting with certain touch points of your marketing efforts. And with podcasting, we haven't necessarily had that visibility. To your point, we've used promo codes, we've used post-checkout surveys, and we've used vanity URLs. Surprisingly, we've actually been able to triangulate the results pretty well based on those three factors used in conjunction. It's actually been fairly accurate in terms of understanding the multiples applied to those mediums. But to your point, a lot of the large brands haven't necessarily gravitated towards podcasting for two reasons historically. One has sort of been the reach. Listenership really had to grow and grow pretty exponentially for brands to start to take notice of the medium itself. And then two was sort of the lack of visibility and measurement, right? A lot of these brands use hold co agencies and they're used to measuring things digitally, right? What fits easily into my media mix model? 
how can I easily understand attribution and where to apply multiples to certain touch points within the funnel, so on and so forth. And podcasting in general didn't necessarily fit that model very cleanly. It was somewhat of a, a square peg in a round hole. Fast forward to really the last 18 months, there's been quite a trajectory with technology development with companies like Podsites and Charitable and Barometric, where we now have the ability to track measurement with a pixel. So we're moving into the digital measurement realm, which is making it much more interesting and much easier for brands to understand the results that they're getting and how to fold those back into their larger media mix model so they understand the total ecosystem of what they're advertising on television, print, out of home, and then all their digital channels where podcasting falls within that. So there's still some room to go on digital measurement, but we've come a very long way. And it's really exciting. You know, a lot of the large brands that we talk to who are being introduced to this space is typically their first question. And when we're able to articulate the answer fairly cleanly and show them how we would get the results and plug it in, it turns into a pretty exciting conversation right away. So you mentioned that the medium is expanding. There are more listeners. There's better attribution. We've talked about pod sites a bunch on this platform. It's an analytics platform that we use here to evaluate how our campaigns perform. I'm curious to know how you think about the growth of the advertiser. Steve, you mentioned before that there were the direct response advertisers and a new wave, the Harry's and the Sherry's, Berries and any sort of other area that could come in. Have you seen that there's been a mix shift in terms of who is advertising? Are we seeing the P&Gs of the world getting in with the gigantic media buys? Or are we starting to see more of the Facebook-style advertisers where we're getting just tonnage for small advertisers coming into the medium? The answer is everything and all of the above. Uh, so one of our clients is Molson Coors, and we're helping them think smarter as a brand. And of course, there's some personal bias. But I think that they're paving the roadmap of how brands need to approach the overall podcast space, where they're able to utilize some of the things that Kurt was just speaking of, and making sure they're smarter and how they're measuring and understanding all of the individual metrics, but also how they're incorporating and how they're understanding those influencer measurements because some of the things with an influencer speaking on behalf of your brand, you can't necessarily measure. Like while, while you can look at CPM to CPM or orders to orders, like how do you measure someone's true influence to their audience and what that connection and that connectivity drives for that individual brand, not only from you know a brand favorability, but actually like how they're purchasing, kind of all of those individual metrics. And, and those are things, as Kurt mentioned, we're trying to be the leaders in to make sure that our clients have a full understanding of everything. And I believe as brands know that more and more that they're going to grow in this space exponentially. But we are seeing a lot of the CPG brands and others get in, but they're coming in with more of a produced message or buying tonnage on four or five individual networks, not really understanding the natural landscape. And then you have to your question about like all the Facebook companies, we have a ton of D2C companies coming in because they know that other mediums are getting more expensive, paid social, other things are getting figured out. And therefore, how do they take advantage of podcasting as a medium and making sure that they're utilizing this in their overall media mix as they realize it's an important channel to grow their overall business. So really, everyone's getting in. They're just getting in in different ways. And as this space expands, you're going to see them expanding in different ways as well. You know, what's interesting is a lot of podcasting historically has been about storytelling. 
And I think a lot of brands are starting to realize that it's a great place to tell their story, right? So even if it's not direct consumer, even if they're not looking at performance on a CPA basis, they're starting to understand that this is a viable medium to get out and share their story of who they are, their ethos, and really engage and connect with customers so customers understand who they are. And Molson Coors has done a great job of that. What's also happening to Steve's point is sort of the evolution of not just looking at podcasting in a myopic way, where this is more about sort of personality-driven media, right? So you have your host of Barstool, and not only do they do their podcast, their audio, but they have their Instagram channels, their TikTok channels. They're all over digital, right? Prior to COVID, you also had live events. You have a lot of 360 integration with these personalities where podcasting may be the anchor or the hub, but you have a lot more spokes than we had historically. And podcasting is actually creating much larger personalities. So they're getting popular on podcasts and then they're able to expand their brand outward where the partnerships that say Molson has with them are able to grow with them. So it's been an interesting evolution in that regard also. Yeah, I think that the brand or the podcaster or the podcast network that does this the best, in my opinion, I'm a huge fan of the Ringer podcasts. And I started listening to the Bill Simmons podcast, which then became their verticalized podcast, the NBA, the MLB, the NFL shows. And then all of a sudden I'm following them on Instagram and Twitter, and now I'm on their website and looking for breaking news. And they've essentially replaced ESPN as a sports media provider for me. When you think about, you know, there's cross vertical integrations with podcasters, you're doing these storytelling type mediums while you're also doing direct response ads. How do you think about multi-touch attribution in the podcast landscape? I tell all of my sponsors, look, podcasts can do three things for you. Depth of message, reach, and frequency. And that's what you really need to do to drive end results. Am I full of shit? Is that what the podcast is really about? Or is it just one of those channels that really matters? No, you're not full of shit. <laughs> yes, you're full of shit, but for different reasons. No, go ahead. <laughs> I actually just did a webinar with Molson Coors. I know we're talking about them a lot, where we talked about this 360 element and kind of having all of these pieces and understanding all of these pieces. And I, I think it is really important. There's two different ways of looking at it. One is podcasting as a straight media buy and just understanding how that individual media buy and perfecting it and making sure that it works for you. And and I'm speaking on behalf of the advertisers of them making sure that just the numbers all align and just, you know, looking at purely just as media. But then also that 360 partnership. And to that point, like the other metrics that matter are what is that brand favorability? What is the awareness list? Like how are the connectivity to, I guess it could be just a frequency play from that standpoint, but it's also, it's making sure that that message is pushed across all those different mediums because we'll take your ringer example. Some people probably digest the ringer just on the blog. Maybe some digest it just over Twitter. Some are listening to the podcast. Some maybe are watching the videos and some are encompassing of all of those different forms of media. And it's important that when you're sponsoring something or working with a partnership, like that you're understanding all of those elements and how all of those elements come into play so that you can take full advantage of the partnership. And then on the other side, how the ringer thinks of advertisers, making sure that they understand that they're all in and, and how, how they're playing off of that as well. So it really is pulling all of these worlds together and understanding how all of these pieces really fit in. I do think that podcasts are a wonderful medium for advertisers because at least what we do here, you know, we do a lot of advertorial content and it's one of the only channels where someone can come on to a marketing medium and have their prospects listen to them 
for more than 30 seconds at a clip. And to me, you know, not everybody does advertorial content. Most of the industry works on a CPM basis. We're going to talk more about that in tomorrow's episodes. But to me, that's really the beauty of this medium. It's the reason why I'm here is not only are you able to tell a story, but you're able to incorporate the people who are investing in your podcast into the end product, which creates some synergies in a powerful medium. That said, Kurt, Steve, we're going to bring you back tomorrow. We're going to talk a little bit about the actual podcast media buying, about how to evaluate your campaigns. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Kurt Coffer and Steve Shanks from Ad Results Media for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow morning, Kurt, Steve, and I are going to talk about how to evaluate your podcast advertising performance. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Steve and Kurt, you can find a link to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes, or you could visit their company's website, which is Ad Results Media, A-D-R-E-S-U-L-T-S-M-E-D-I-A.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.